At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. This is the Lombardi Line with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSIN. Lombardi Line, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Let's go to the West Regional. Michael Lombardi, San Francisco. Your old stomping yeah. grounds. You used to live yeah. up there in the Bay Area. Coach sure K, did. just three wins away from returning to three wins away from essentially what? His sixth national championship? A walk-off. Yeah, a walk-off. A walk-off. That's a good way of putting it. A walk-off. A walk-off. Ar- Arkansas and Duke. So this is interesting. Arkansas getting the percentages, getting the handle, yet open three and a half. It's been bet up to four. So something's fishy there with the number. Let's jump into this, Michael. And just full disclosure, good friends with Eric Musselman, who's done a hell of a job, did a great job in Reno, and then now Arkansas, back-to-back Elite Eight appearances. Thoughts on Arkansas heading into this matchup? Well, I mean, look, Arkansas will have played teams as talented, certainly, as Duke this season. You know, whether it's Tennessee, who they beat, you know, they've benefited from Bud Walton Arena at at home, Uh, Kentucky, LSU. There's some really talented teams. The one team that always gave them trouble this year was A&M. Why? Because A&M matched their defensive temperament. A&M was able to play a same style, but actually was a little better at doing it. A&M beat them in the conference tournament. They beat them back in January when they were on a three-game losing streak. Can Duke do that? I think that this is going to be a game where Arkansas wants to take it to Duke. I mean, Note has no shame. He's going to shoot, and they're going to win with defense. And they're going to try to smother this and keep this game into the 70s as best they can. And what's the, what do we have on the over on this one the here? The total is 147. 147. So, I mean, that that's it's set to be a game in the 70s. And unless unless Duke can figure a way to configure to play at a higher tempo, which I don't think Musselman's going to allow them to do. And he's going to try to take it to him and, and grind it. And I think ultimately, when you look at Duke's season, that has been the one Achilles heel of them. I mean, Virginia beat them. Miami beat them earlier in the year. Uh, North Carolina beat them. Virginia Tech. I mean, that's what you're going to have to do. Now, they beat, now in fairness to Duke, and they've got some really talented players, they beat Virginia 65-61 on their own court. They can play a certain way, but it means Bonchero's got to score really well. Roach has got to be the difference maker in what they do. And Keels, I mean, all their great talent has to kind of shoot really well. And if they do, Arkansas will be in for a long night. I mean, that's what happened really to, to the Zags. They didn't shoot well. 
They didn't shoot well, and they were not seasoned. Duke is seasoned. There is a contrast in age and experience, of course, Arkansas with the upperclassmen. But I'll say this, Michael. You saw it against Michigan State, and certainly saw it against Tech, where they shot 70% yep. from the field in the second half and made their final eight shots. With every shot, Duke is growing up in this tournament. I think there's no doubt. And, and you can't underestimate Duke's ability to play defense either. I mean, they were 46 overall in the nation in their defensive efficiency. I mean, they are very good. And they and the one thing they don't do, the one thing they don't do, Duke, which I think is benefits our, uh, Arkansas, is Duke's defense doesn't create turnovers. They only average 15.8 turnovers a year, a game, which ranked 315th in the nation. So they're not going to pressure the ball as much as – as you would think based on a good defense. But to me, I, I, I think they're very good defensively. They can defend the three-point line really well. They're 73rd in the nation in that area. And they're good inside with their size. Yeah, Mark Williams, seven-footer. Bancaro's six-foot. You know, Bancaro, he, he to me is Ben Simmons with a jump shot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the mm -hmm. length. But he has a jumper. And coming out of college and still today, Ben Simmons doesn't have a job. It's Has anybody seen Ben Simmons at all? Is it, have we I'm, seen him at on, all? Let me look. I mean, can we put him? him? I mean, like, really, where is he? I mean, you know, for $40 million a year, you think you could get a visual. That's what they pay me here, and that's why I show up, man. Exactly. I don't think there's any doubt. It, it, this is going to be a, a really a fun game because it's a mindset game, right? Arkansas has to play. Uh, they've got to play their style, and they've been able to control that pace. I mean, that's really what they do well. They control – I mean, look, when you can hold the Zags, when you hold the Zags to, what, 68 points? Yep. I mean, New Mexico State, the best score, couldn't score against them. Vermont put 71. They played Vermont well, but I think ultimately – they are good. The one thing, too, about Arkansas that I like is they have been in a lot of close games. I mean, go back to the when they beat Kentucky at home. That was a close game. LSU, close game. You know, they, they, the, the Tennessee game was a close game. They're in close games. They beat Auburn in overtime. So they will be ready to go. I, I think we all talk about Note being the key, but I, I really think the key in this game is Tony and, and Mude. I think those are the two players that have to play big, and and obviously they've got to shoot really well. Both Tony, Mude, and Wade, they've got to shoot really good. Those three players have to shoot. And we've seen we've seen Wade make it. We've seen Tony take over games. And we've seen Amude. I mean, this guy has played really well at times, especially offensively. I think today's the day he's got to really show up. Yeah, speaking of shooting, it's fascinating that the Hogs are here, and it's a credit to Muss and just how hard they play because they've shot 27% from three in the tournament. I mean, it's a team that only shot 30% from three during the regular season, but if they make a couple of threes, that, that, that will be key here, as you said. They, but they get stops. You know, that's what I was worried about when they played the Zags. I was worried they weren't going to get enough stops. They were that that those those times where they go into that moment where they can't score, that the Zags would be able to extend the lead and never be able to catch up. And they held the Zags to moments of not scoring. I mean, they got the Zags where they couldn't score. And that, to me, was really impressive. Now, I think the Zags missed some shots. I think the, the Zags were in shell shock. I think they really were. I think I think they got punched in the mouth and didn't know how to react to it. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, they're athletic. Look, it, what's uh, what's the read from our guy Moss so far? Is he? I think he thinks. I mean, look, when you get to the Elite Eight, you you got to feel like your team's confident. I mean, especially considering you've gone through the Southeast Conference, you've beaten Kentucky, you've beaten Tennessee. You know, you've beaten Auburn. I mean, you've played some really good teams. I mean, this isn't like the Southeast Conference isn't like, oh, okay, you're not really see you're seasoned. It's going to require a good shooting night from those three players that I mentioned, particularly. Everybody's going to focus on Notate. Notate's going to, sh going to score by volume. Those guys have to score not by volume. They can outpace them. You know, I, I think Arkansas is just going to go, 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 go. It, it, you know, Tech was outpacing Duke, and that's why Duke switched to that zone. That was wild when Duke goes zone because Coach K's not his own coach. And then you heard what he said. The, the players came to him late in the game and said, can we go man? And then they shut down Tech late in the game. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, are you feeling bullish about Arkansas? Look, look, they beat the Zags, and everybody had the Zags number. I mean, that was the number one overall seed, including on Kempom. Yeah, I, I mean, to me, I'm, you're always worried about a team 
uh, if when they play someone that has a good shooting night. I mean, this is all going to be about who has a good shooting night, right? And if Duke shoots the ball as well as they have in the tournament and like they did against Michigan State, then I think they're going to be really hard to beat. You know, I think they're going to be really hard to beat. I think they're just so talented. And they're seasoned now. They're veterans. They're freshmen have, have become. And the difference in the game is going to be their ability to score in the last five minutes. If, if Arkansas doesn't get to the free throw line, if they don't get to the free throw line, I don't know how they're going to score when it really matters most. Let's go ahead and throw that stat up there, Stephen Bond. This is when Bella starts barking. The Elite Eight is a strong round for the dogs. Shut the Jeezy. Elite Eight favorites, just 38 and 34 straight up since 03. However, ATS-wise, wow, 26-44 and 2, just 37% for the faves in the Elite Eight. That bodes well if you're backing the Hogs today. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, look, I think it'll be a fun game. It's going to be a, it's going to be a 40-minute slugfest, and it's going to come down to the final three or four possessions of the game, like the Michigan State game did. 40 minutes of hell. Nolan Richardson, yeah, that was it. it. That, that, the last time, yeah, the last final four, Arkansas, 95, Corliss Williamson. That was, the, the, hey, like you said, it's not hey, easy. This is the second year in a row. This is the second year in a row this guy's gotten the Arkansas to the Elite Eight. You know, I mean, it's really – and he lost Moody. He lost his best player one and done last year. That's right. You know, so, you know, and he gets Note, who's – you know, so – and I think next year's team, actually, if you talk to him, next year's team is going to be better than this year's team. How old must must have been a – he must have been 30 when he got he was that a job really the young head Yeah, he was a really young head coach. But give Musk credit now. Musk went from, you know, he got fired at Golden State, became the head coach at Sacramento, got fired. Then he started coaching in the G League. He was coaching for the Lakers team in the G League and then became an assistant at Arizona State, became an assistant at LSU. You know, and then from LSU as an assistant, he got the head coaching job at Nevada. He never stopped. He decided early in his professional career that he wanted to go the college route, and he did, and he modified his game towards that and it's been really good. I mean, Arkansas when they hired him, I mean, it wasn't received as, oh, you got yourself a great coach, you know. Uh, I remember talking to the AD, like, you know, I, I think he, he saw it, but he wasn't, you, know, you got to have some confidence. You got to stand on your own beliefs when you're hiring and all these, these search firms have their guys that they want to get in line based on what they know, based on their presidencies and all that, so it was great hire by it was great hire by Nevada and it was great hire by Arkansas. No shortage of energy for Musk. He'd be exhausting nope. on a vacation. Musselman, <laughs> man, that itinerary, he'd be like, let's get up, let's go, let's go. I'd be like, dude, I want to have a cocktail, Musk. Okay, slow yeah. down. But he's a great coach. Look, he did it at Reno, took that team to the Sweet 16, flipped it to the Arkansas job, and as you said, back to the Elite Eight. This is uh, yeah, he's making a name for himself at Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, Nolan is. Richardson, the court, you know, I mean, look, this is great to see Arkansas's program. Sam Pittman's done a wonderful job coaching the football team there. Arkansas sports is back. It's great. You know, you've been down on Note for good reason. How about this? I, I, can't, I can't get over this line. So he missed 20 shots last time out, but his, his line was 21, six boards, six assists, three steals, and he was 9 of 29 from the floor. If we all had the confidence of J.D. Note, we'd be, it'd be a confident bunch, man. And chewing gum the whole time. And chewing gum the whole time. <laughs> You're down on I mean, Note. he's got that, he's got, no, I'm not down on him, he's just frustrating. They need he is him. frustrating. I mean, he, he is. You know, he's, he's got that Cam Newton gum in his mouth, different colored gum. It doesn't seem to bother him, you know? I love when Musk rips him, though. And you know the beautiful thing about Note is he takes a ripping better than anybody. Like, you know, and that's a good thing. That's a really good thing when your best player is willing to be coached. And Musk comes from a good place, so the players, I'm sure, love him. Express bet, first bet. Get in on all the horse racing action. You can sign up today. Vegas 1000 is the code. Get 10 bucks instantly and a $1,000 bonus. Visit vcin.com slash horses for details. It's Vegas 1000 for the code. Former coach Bob Cantu joins us next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, 
Oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, hey, hey stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self, and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. All right, Wendy's Breakfast, the official breakfast of March. Every day, choose from Wendy's stacked starting lineup. You get the breakfast baconator, croissant combos, hot or cold coffee, and like any great team, Wendy's bringing the breakfast legends oven baked sizzling bacon, freshly cracked eggs perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes and simply OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely and choose Wendy's as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line. I'm Patrick Maher live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi hanging out in his office there in Jersey. Former UFC head coach Bob Cantu joins us now. Excited to talk to coach about the tournament, of course. And we have to start with St. Pete's. First off, thank you for joining us, coach. We have to start with St. Pete's. That What a story, right? Well, first of all, thanks for having me. But uh, beyond amazing. You know, a 15 seed. You know, they they say that that job is the worst job in the league in regards to facilities and finances. They didn't have money to get their cheerleaders over the tournament. They had to get sponsors to put them on buses. And you, you know, you talk about a team with some swagger and some confidence and toughness. My gosh, I mean, they they believe they're going to win the whole thing. And the way they're playing, you, you, they could. Um, I just so impressed. I can't remember a team like this with this type of confidence that really came out of nowhere um, to have this type of success. And the people that they're, you know, to beat Kentucky, it may have shocked the world. No one thought, really, do it again. Now you beat a really good Purdue team. And those two teams were teams that really felt like it beat Final Four teams. And so, with that being said, anything's, uh, anything can happen for them moving forward. Watched the Purdue game last night. What was the first thing that you thought of that you know you you didn't expect in that game? Because I kind of thought Purdue played way smaller than they should have. Well, I agree with that. I thought Purdue would dominate with their big guys. I just didn't think their big guys got into any type of rhythm. When they did get in position to score, here comes St. Pete's with a double team, an aggressive dig from the wing. And the bigs couldn't get flowing, and so they were bouncing it off their foot or not, you know, being able to swing the ball around the perimeter to the open man. And, you know, it was like turnovers, loose balls, and St. Pete just eats that up. 
and they go on the other end and they're able to score. But when you look at them standing next to each other, there's a huge size advantage. And Purdue has two real two two starting uh, high level uh, centers that rotate time. And um, with I think St. Peter's at about six seven six eight at center maybe, and they, it's just a collective effort. You know, it's a it's a mentality. It's like what you know Shane Hall always said. You know, we're we're not afraid of anybody. We're from the East Coast. You know, we're tough and we're made for this. And and the kids believe it. You know, they believe in their coach. They believe in their school. And it's a wonderful thing to, to see. And the other thing, if you notice, is uh, they do five in and five out. Um, the old uh, uh, Tulane Perry Clark system, where a lot of coaches would never do that to put five guys in that are cold, and and uh, doing that can throw off the other team uh, as well. So I, I just, my goodness, I, I you know, I could easily see them beating Carolina, and I can like, easily see them kind of running out of gas, and Carolina beating them, just kind of being overmatched in each position. But it really can go either way. Coach Bob Cantu joining us here on the Lombardi line. Uh, if I told you Abaji was going to score five points and still beat and still beat Providence, that's a good look for Kansas. Talk about Kansas moving forward here, Coach. Well, the thing about Kansas I always had a lot of respect for is they always get better as the season goes. And and they always have great game prep and um, and great defensive preparation for every game. I mean, Bill Self's a Hall of Famer. He always wins. You know, he always has a couple guards that are, quote-unquote, more of a mid-plus level because become four-year guys, and then he surrounds them with some other talented, you know, players. But uh, this is a group that's kind of been there for a while, you know, and they added Remy, um, who was injured there. Now he's kind of getting going. He's been a spark plug kind of for them. He had 20 points, could have probably had 25. He made more of his free throws. But Kansas is good enough to, to win the whole thing, and they're smart enough to do it. Uh, you know, Bill's resourceful. I mean, I've seen him go to a um, you know a two-three zone or a triangle and two or a box of one if he needed to uh, to stay in a game. And really, any of these eight teams can get to the next level, and any of those could win it all. Um, I'm personally leaning. I, I love what Houston is doing. And I love what Arkansas is doing. I think they're just a cut above in regards to effort, athleticism, and toughness than maybe some of the other teams. And I think those two teams, in my mind, are going to advance. But any anybody on there can advance. I mean, it. it I mean, my bracket was shattered a while ago. <laughs> Join and the club, had, coach. <laughs> yeah, don't feel bad, I coach. We all there. <laughs> Arizona versus Gonzaga in the finals. You know, we had that. My, it's uh, it was bad, but but no, I I think Kansas. Yeah, they could win it. They 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 really could. I mean, they shoot it, they defend, and they've got a low post game. You know, Coach Self likes to play inside out with a lot of guys. Old old school guys don't. Everybody's kind of converted to this four out one in and drive it, and uh, he will throw it in there and try to get a post up and you know play out of the post. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. You know, you, you got Coach K's story with his last game. Will he get there? Um, you know, there's Villanova, Villanova. I mean, you know, Miami, Coach Maranega. I mean, there's just all these different stories. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty neat. It's, this has been one of the most enjoyable tournaments that I've watched in a while. Just with so many wild games and upsets. And um, it's been pretty fun. I thought Kansas defense at the beginning of that game against Providence was sensational. They just neutralized. I mean, Providence scored 17 points in the first half. But this Miami team with Coach Laranega is a different team. They're the 18th best uh, offensive efficiency team in the nation. Uh, tell us how you think this game will match up and how Miami will keep out of be, getting in a transition game against Kansas. Well, first thing about Miami – they play what's called a scramble defense. So basically what it is is they want the other team's worst ball handler to have the ball in their hands and put it on the ground. It could be a post player. It could be a small forward. You'll notice, you'll see the next guy will come over and try to, try to trap it. And they want to trap it while the guy's dribbling so that when he picks it up, he fumbles it, or maybe he dribbles it off his foot, 
and that that creates a fast break down to the other end and get easy points. But the other thing it just does, it just disrupts the flow of the offense, and it just, just disrupts the confidence of the offense of where's that next shot going to come. Now you don't pass it into the post. You don't pass it to the high post maybe, and the ball is strictly in the hands of just your guards. And so you're really limited, um, you know, into, into, you know, what you can do. Um, but, you know, Kansas really guards, um, you know, it could, it could go either way. You know, if Miami gets hot and they start making shots, you know, this little uh, Charlie Brown is something else. This guy has been to four schools in six years. He's used every COVID rule, uh, uh, super <laughs> plus deal, uh, waivers, everything you could, uh, vouchers you could use to play at all these schools. I've never heard of a guy playing four D1 schools in six years. But he's a good player, and he's tough, and he played at Kansas. He was there for two years. So that he could play a big role in this game just from the fact that he might, you know, really be motivated to play against them. Coach, I got one minute left. You got Arkansas beating Duke today. Is that what I heard? Yes. Look and at a you. close one. And a close one. We'd like to hear it. Bob Cantu, mm-hmm. former USC coach. Thank you so much, coach. Enjoy the Thanks, basketball. Coach. Really appreciate you. Really appreciate you, coach. Thank you. Yeah, thank you guys. Take care. Bye bye. And yeah, and again, nobody don't feel badly if your if your bracket's busted. Everybody's <laughs> bracket is busted. I mean, whose isn't? I mean, seriously, it's just. I mean, look, credit St. Peter's. I mean, that 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 was remarkable, and they keep continuing. They're breaking all the odds, and and even you know, even Miami. I mean, we don't talk enough about Miami and what they've been able to accomplish in this tournament. It's a little bit they benefited from a seeding. They had a great matchup in the first game. They knew they were going to be able to play USC well. They felt comfortable going in that game, and then they were able to handle it from there and beat two really good defensive teams after that. So you know. Miami's, you know, Miami is able to to uh, play against anybody. I mean, Auburn's defense was good. Certainly, Iowa State was, and th- and they were able to to offset that and play the style they wanted. I thought what Coach just said there about how they want the 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 worst ball handler to always handle the ball was really important to understand. St. Peter's, it's uh, it's you you can't even live on campus. You got to hop in the whip and drive to class. I mean, it's wild. Yeah. St. Peter's, path, but take the, take the path to New York City. That's you know, right. That's where the path. You know, just jump on that. Why and that, not? And that's St. Pete's. Excuse my ignorance. That's biblical, right? It's, that's yeah. yeah. I mean, I think there was a time you didn't want to live in Jersey City. Just, well, let's be clear here. But now Jersey City has become like Hoboken. There is a renaissance in those two cities, which border, which face Manhattan, and have incredible views. And the cities have come back. It's really been beautiful. And everybody knows if you want to see peacocks, go to Jersey City, New Jersey. They're, 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 they just walk all around the street. Thomas is next. to the Lombardi line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now once again, here's Patrick Maher. Right, this is like punishment. Wendy's breakfast is officially the breakfast of March Madison. I say punishment because it's so good and I got to read it every second. Every day, choose from Wendy's stack starting lineup like the breakfast Baconator, croissant combos, hot or cold coffee, and like any great team, Wendy's is bringing the breakfast legends. You get that oven baked sizzling bacon, freshly cracked eggs, perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes, and some OJ to bring it home. Make a fast break to the nearest Wendy's drive through and pick up your Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. Choose wisely, choose Wendy's. Okay, Michael Lombardi there in Jersey, hanging out with the Peacocks. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the Vegas studios here at the South Point. It's Visa and the Esports Betting Network. We head to the Borgata and talk to our buddy Thomas Gable. Mr. Houston is what we call him over here. Mm-hmm. How you doing, Thomas? Yep. What's happening? I'm doing great, guys. How are you? Doing great. Well, Go ahead, we're, Michael. We're admiring. We're admiring your uh, continuation of uh, promoting Houston and uh, seeing so, seeing what you saw in them all through the season. I, I think it's been great. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've I've had them in the top five of my power ratings for quite some time now, and you know, going back when uh, I guess a couple months ago, I said to take a look at them. You know, when they were 30 to 1. In fact, if you had waited a little bit until they 
lost that second regular season game to Memphis. I think they went up to like 40 or 45 to one, but uh, hopefully some people jumped on them uh, in the futures market. And now here they are, and they're favored to uh, to get to the final four here. You like them today? Two and a half. Where, where are you sitting as far as the number? I got two and a half here. Yeah, we have uh, Houston two and a half. I, I make this a three-point game, but I don't want to give three points to Villanova, especially in this market. Um, the the total is one twenty six and a half, which has um, has come down two points from the opener one twenty eight and a half. So, I mean, you have this is just going to be a tremendous matchup here between two coaches that I hold in high regard, who actually coach, and two teams that do a lot of things very well. You know, Villanova is just they're such a fundamentally sound basketball team that they don't turn the ball over very much, and that's what you need to be against this Houston team. You know, Villanova, they take a lot of threes, and it'll be interesting to see where they get points from because Houston is so good at not allowing clean looks from anywhere on the court. Um, I don't know how they keep Houston off the glass uh, because we've yet to see anyone do that. Uh, my main concern for Villanova is something I've touched on before that hasn't shown up yet but certainly could against this particular opponent, and that's their lack of depth. They play that six-man rotation, and now you know, two games here in three days – with this, the second game coming against this relentless defense that makes you work for 40 minutes, that's something to watch for, especially later in the game. I think the other thing which favors Nova late is if this is a close game, Houston is a te- team that they do have a tendency to commit a lot of fouls, and we know Villanova's uh, the best foul-shooting team in the country. So if Nova gets in the double bonus – this game could come down to a free-throw contest, and Nova has a significant edge in that category, as that is Houston's most glaring weakness. So, again, I, you know, I make this three-point game. I would lean Houston, you know, laying the two-and-a-half, but I like the under here the most, honestly. At 127 under. You like it even under there? Yes. Wow. TG. I, I think you're right. Uh, yeah, I, I, think it, I think every basket's going to be contested. Every basket's going to be hard. Totally. There's going to be nothing easy about this game at all. Yeah. It's going to be a bloodbath from start to finish. But your point is really well taken, Thomas, because I think when we get late into the game, does Villanova have enough depth? Will Jay Wright substitute a little bit? I think that's one of the things that St. Peter's is able to get away with is they, they do those five. They get their players to play. Will Villanova have it, and will that will they be exhausted, and will that affect their free throw shooting? Because when you're tired, you don't shoot as well. You mentioned St. Peter's. Right. Uh, yep. go, go ahead, finish yeah, up go your ahead, thoughts. Roger. Okay, I was going to bring up Michael mentioned St. Peter's. We haven't discussed it with you. Let's talk about mm-hmm. the Peacocks, and then also how'd you do at the book yesterday with the four games? Well, we only had three. Uh, because oh, that's of right. Peter's, so you can't bet and, and actually. With the amount of people we were turning away who were coming up to the counter to, that wanted to bet on St. Peter's, um, it actually probably worked in our favor because, believe me, there was a lot of people that got turned away um, who wanted to bet on St. Peter's. But, uh, no, we had a good result yesterday. The uh, Miami game was the, the best one um, of the night force. North Carolina also won our way, too. Uh, so we, we had a very good um, a very good college basketball day yesterday. Um, but, listen, St. Peter's, they're a team. They, this team has literally what I don't think many people are talking about. This team has made millions and millions of dollars now for this school. They, this school is going to be reaping the benefits of this run um, for years to come because of the, of the national exposure now that this team has, has given the school and everybody's talking about them. So, um uh, Congrats to them. Uh, it's you know unfortunate that we we can't book them here in Jersey, but um, they've uh, proven time and again that you know I I was the first one to say oh it's a fluke that they beat Kentucky, but you know they've they've proven you know over three games here that they aren't really the fluke. So uh, good for them. Thomas, but going just I'm going to quick go back to Villanova. How I mean is the book getting hammered with Villanova money today? You know, it's been interesting. The first uh, two games for Villanova, or the last two games for Villanova, not so much with the Delaware game and their opening contest, but the last two games, we've seen people uh, fade Villanova here and come in with bigger bets. Uh, certainly, the 
the smaller wagers have been coming in on Villanova, but we've taken bigger money, you know, that Villanova would not cover. And they've covered the last two, and we've made out very well with those. Um, in this one, again, right now, Houston is taking the, the early money and the early tickets. Now, Villanova's included in a ton of parlays here. Uh, but, again, it'll be interesting to see where this kind of uh, goes uh, throughout the day. If we see some bigger bets come in on Houston, uh, as we've seen go against Villanova in the last two rounds. So, uh, I, you know, I just think this game could go either way. I really do. As much as I love Houston and the way they play, uh, this is a team that, you know, there, there's no coaching mismatch here. Um, the, Samson's not going to be able to outcoach Jay Wright. And yeah. Villanova's just so fundamentally sound. I think it's really going to come down to if they can, if they can pull it off for 40 minutes where those six guys, you know, nobody gets in foul trouble, the conditioning is there, uh, you know, Villanova's going to be right there and possibly with an edge at the end. Do you think Arkansas-Duke is equally competitive? I do. I do. So this is lines a little bit higher. Duke laying three and a half. The total's one forty seven and a half. And we have, you know, Michael's Razorbacks here going up against yeah. uh, the Devil, Blue Devils who uh, you know, I feel I've underestimated Duke throughout this tournament and I've underestimated their resiliency and we know how good they are on the offensive end, um, how talented they are. But I wasn't sure they had the toughness needed, especially to come out of the region that they were placed in by the committee. And now they face, you know, one of the toughest teams in the country. You know, and big spot here, Final Four at stake. So they faced down one of the best defenses in the country in Texas Tech. Shot 71% in the second half in that game, including making their last eight shots. But you have really experience here versus inexperience in this game. And, again, when you're this late in the tournament, that means a lot. I give Arkansas the coaching advantage, but I'll give Coach K some credit here. There has been a change in him in this tournament. And, you know, we saw what Arkansas did to Gonzaga. They held the number one offense in college basketball to less than 70 points. They'll have to duplicate that effort here, which I feel that they're up for. Uh, A lower-scoring game will certainly favor Arkansas. Especially with, um, you know, Arkansas has been a little shaky offensively in the tournament the first two games, but I like Arkansas in this spot uh, getting a three and a half. Who picks Suey? You're being, you're being really kind to a little shaky, but they, they're resilient. I mean, they are resilient and they get it the back. I mean, the fact that they get stops allows their offense to look as bad at times as it does, and they convert those stops into points. They do. They yes. do. Yes, they do. Do you have a lean on that total, 147? No, I think this total is uh, about right. Yeah, I would agree with that. 147 and a half here. So, TG, Houston likes the dog, Arkansas, in the second matchup. And there it is. Um, look quickly. We just got about a minute. Are you eight in, with North Carolina laying at St. Peter's? And are you six with Kansas laying at Miami? So no line, obviously, on, on St. Peter's. I would make that about a seven-and-a-half-point game, personally. Uh, obviously, we don't have a line posted here, though, for that. And Kansas, Miami, Kansas, six-and-a-half-point favorite, 147-and-a-half uh, total on that. Wow. Who do you like in the matchup? I uh, lean Kansas in that. Look at you. Look at you with Look the favorites. You. I constantly forget St. Pete. You can't take the St. Pete. You know what? You were saved yesterday because, like you said, everybody would have been we betting were. the Peacocks yep. and it would have uh, misbalanced your day. Okay, TG, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Thanks, TG. All right. Thank you, guys. Okay, Director of Race and Sportsbook there at the Borgata, Thomas Gable. When we come back, I think you've heard about it. Deshaun Watson is now a Cleveland Brown. We've got some sound from his presser. One word. Awkward. We're back. Yeah. It's the Lombardi line here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashed the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. I like to say it's like a credit card loyalty program. It's great. Every wager is going to earn you some points, and then you can redeem those points, online bonuses, converted into comps at MGM Resorts Nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting premier loyalty program. So make sure you check it out. Go to BetMGM.com or simply download the app. you got to be 21 years or older. And if you do have a gambling problem, it's 1-800-GAMBLER. We welcome you back. Lombardi Lines, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, he is Michael Lombardi, former front office exec. And I say that because we're going to talk a little football now. Uh, I said it was awkward, yeah. the uh, presser yesterday. Did you? Would you uh, also summarize that as awkward with Deshaun Watson what? in Cleveland? You know, I thought what was awkward was that the owner, D and Jimmy Haslam had their own separate on Zoom and weren't there, which to me, if this is a unilateral decision made by the organization, you would have liked to see everybody there. Uh, I do think in knowing having worked for Haslam that, you know, he's taken a lot of criticism that when he said that this was a organ, this decision came from the football people. I, I think that's genuine. I really do. I think the one thing I learned from working with him, he will listen. Uh, he he's not a rogue commander, uh, and so I, I think that was that that's kind of a little unfair. But I, I think this whole thing was challenging in the sense that, you know, when you have different components there, when not everybody's kind of talking on the same level, and it becomes a little awkward. And it was the first time Watson actually had a chance to say something about what's been going on in his life the last year and a half. Well, of course, he got a bunch of guaranteed cash. And as you mentioned, yeah. follow the money with these type of deals. And wrote about. However, and wrote about over at vcin.com. However, Watson says the money had nothing to do with it. Let's hear. Yeah. Um, actually, it had nothing to do with the contract. I didn't know about the contract until I told my agent that I wanted to come and be a Cleveland Brown. That was secondary. That was after the fact that we spoke on the phone with A.B. and Kevin and, and the Haslam family. So that had nothing to do with me choosing the Cleveland Browns. All right. Do you believe them? Uh, it's all about money. You know, it's never about money, but it's always about money. You know, and so, yeah, I mean, look, it, wouldn't you go to the place that was – first of all, Cleveland was eliminated. <clears throat> How did they get back in? Did, did he wake up on the other side of the bed and said, oh, I'm, I'm, I want to wear orange again like I'm back at Clemson? I mean, come on. 
you know, they got back in because they made a deal that was really, as in The Godfather, that was uh, too good to pass up. I mean, it was an offer they couldn't refuse. So that's how they got back in. So it is always about money, and there's nothing wrong with it. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Like, admit it. Admit that there's, you know, you got a hell of a deal. You, you basically have now become a deal that everybody in the league will try to aspire to get. So take credit for it. Be proud about it. And the agent certainly is going to tell every client that he has that he's broken the, the guarantee rules in the National Football League. So it's going to continue. But I do think that's the only way they got back in it. And Cleveland, for their credit, I mean, give Cleveland some credit here. They admitted now, they didn't draft Baker. I mean, Andrew Berry didn't draft Baker, and, and Stefanski didn't draft Baker. So it's a lot easier to walk away from Baker when he's more of John Dorsey's draft than he is yours, okay? So that became easier. But they at least they understand and walked away from the guy that they felt like couldn't really continue to help them along. Yeah, he had ruled out Cleveland, and then somebody said, but have you thought about the weather? Because it's really nice there, <laughs> so you should check it out. He went to yeah. weather.com, and he's like, you know what? I'm in. Uh, you just mentioned the other aspect of this, Michael, and that is Baker Mayfield. Where he's, Where is he going? Seriously. I, I, you know, uh, there's a rumor now that the Browns would be willing to pay money. In my conversations with teams that have talked to the Browns, they have been reluctant to to even consider the option of paying it. So that this they've changed their tune. I think they're eventually going to have to release him. I don't think they want to release him because I think he'll go to Pittsburgh. I think they feel like Pittsburgh will just sign him and have competition at their quarterback position. But nobody wants to take on the contract. I don't think anybody wants to take on the burden of 18 million plus no seasons afterwards. And you're going to have to clear the air with that. You're going to have to, you know, Mayfield's going to have to swallow his pride and say, I'm not a $30 million, I'm not a $35 million, I'm not a $40 million a year player. I'm going to have to suck it up and find a place where I can go and get comfortable and not have the spotlight shine so brightly on me. And I, and I do think that his career is at a crossroads because the way people have defended him, the way they have forced him to play left-handed by pressuring him inside, by forcing him to have to throw the ball over a, a tall wall, he hasn't been able to do that. And if you just watch the Green Bay game on back at, on Christmas Day when he was in that pocket and, and he throws four interceptions, a lot of them because he has to overthrow the ball because he really can't get it there, he can't see it. And so it's a problem. And that problem isn't just a Cleveland problem. That's a Baker Mayfield problem that you must inherit. I have a question. With Baker, how much of it is performance? And you just laid that out nicely. But also, do people like him? Is there an issue there with personality? I think he certainly can rub you the wrong way. I don't think there's any denying that. I think you would have to be, you know, and I think he's made a career mistake because he's kind of gotten himself to become the spokesman for Progressive without doing anything. I mean, you know, it's great to take the money from Progressive and become their spokesman, but you got to back it up. Like the other players in the league laugh at it too. It's just not me make fun of it. Right. You know, they all laugh at it too. You, you have to have some chops. It's one thing for Kobe to represent Nike or Michael to represent Nike or Brady to represent under Armour, they've earned it. You haven't earned anything. You, you haven't earned anything. And now you're this in thousands of commercials and people hold a grudge and become resentful for it. And your teammates do as well. Don't think that doesn't happen. Yeah, I did a lot of Baconators before I could do these Wendy's reads. And now I'm legit, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think what people don't understand is that locker room is no different than the corner in the neighborhood. They're, they're talking about everybody. What are you doing? What You know, it's not a unified. And if the leader of the team is doing something outside of the team that hasn't really earned the chops to lead the team, you have to be the best. You almost have to be the best player. And when you're not, then it, that affects your ability to lead. Cleveland jumped to favorites in division. Obviously, it's a loaded division. Uh, yeah. Sh should they be favored? Well, I mean, look, they, they have a good team. I mean, they have a good team now that they have a good quarterback. I mean, they can do a lot of things. I think I think Watson, anybody who doesn't think Watson in this offense is going to be dynamic is not paying attention to football. Really, they're not. I mean, in this offense where he can play under center a little bit and run bootlegs and nakeds, he is going to, because his, of his ability to move and his ability to run is so dynamic and that when he gets outside the pocket, he is going to help Nick Chubb tremendously, tremendously. 
because what happens most often to the Browns, they see eight-man fronts. What defeats most eight-man fronts? When the quarterback has to block somebody, when he bootlegs out and someone has to go with them. And all those open throws that Mayfield were getting two years ago will come back again because of the dynamic play of Watson. I think he's going to be really good. I think he's going to be really good. And then Watson, to me, adds something that Mayfield never could add. And this was the, this was the real issue with Mayfield. He's not a drop-back passer. He can't see it well enough to throw it when, the get, when you get behind. 22-17 to 17 against the Chiefs, divisional playoff game. Got the ball, six minutes to go, can't convert it, right? Got a chance to lead the team back in certain situations, can't get it done. When it became a drop-back game, he became less of a player. Watson in a drop-back game becomes a better player. Okay, but seriously, who won the quarterback lottery? The Steelers or the Browns? No, nah, I'm just playing, dude. You know I'm playing. That's, <laughs> don't have to answer. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see what the Steelers – if Mayfield's out there, what do the Steelers do? I mean, they're carrying Haskins' salary at over $2 million. To me, it's a waste of money. Like, what are we doing with that? You know, like, what are we doing here? Like, to me, once you – you don't have enough reps – Unless they think he's good, unless there has to be somebody in that building that thinks he's good. And it's not me, but it has to be somebody that's watched him. No, Haskins shares, I think he shares an agent with the coach, right? That's the reason he's there. Maybe so, but I, I, to me, it's to me, it's a waste of cap dollars. Totally. I mean, he's not, you know, it's like it's like what we said when 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 the great Urban Meyer signed Tim Tebow. Like, what are we doing, Herb? Well, he had a good he had he had his pulse on the league, Urban Meyer. He didn't he he did he, he Who's had a that ninety nine guy. He had a good who feel for who, who the opposing yeah. players were. He's um, good. That Urban, you know guy, what? Yeah. Urban seems fun. Seems like a guy you'd want to hang out with. Not at all. Yeah. He seems like uh-huh. an idiot. Uh, part of my language. Now today, let's go. Houston's laying two and a half. Villanova, you're going Villanova. I'm gonna here? take the. I'm gonna take the. I'm gonna take the doggy. I'm gonna take the dogs in both games. I'll solve you from setting me up. I'm gonna take the dogs in both games. I'll take Arizona. I'll take Arkansas in the points. I'll take Nova in the points, and we'll see what happens. By the way, I saw your boy. Must does Musselman sleep? He was just doing a hit Not on much. ESPN. Not much. I mean, the man's working it. Uh, you know, he's working it. I can promise you that. How about his sneakers? You see those sneakers that ladies yeah, making yeah, up for him? Those, that all those are, are lit. Those they're are great. Lit. They're tremendous. You can buy them online if you like. Do you think he gets the iced or hot coffee at Wendy's, Muscleman? I don't even know if he drinks coffee. I, I, <laughs> if I he doesn't thing, drink coffee, he's not, a, he's not human. Yeah, well, he drinks all that diet soda, though. I mean, it's, you know, you see him, sip, you see him drinking that. D, like my he's man hilarious. Meals by Cooge loves the D.C. <laughs> Dude, you love Cooch. You can't, love him. You can't get enough. I love Cooch. Don't laugh at me, Stephen Bond. I love him. <laughs> All right. Enjoy the basketball. Let's keep the must bus going. I'll see you tomorrow, Michael. All right, Patrick. Thank right, you. Have a good day. Uh, Femi and Wes are coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We'll see you tomorrow. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.